GM, one second, guys. Let me uh, send some stuff out and get this set up. Feel free to hit that request button. I'll bring you guys out or up on stage with me in just a second. Okay, perfect. I sent out all the tweets that I needed to send out. We can go ahead and get rolling. Well, welcome to the 89th consecutive episode of Wonky Weekly Alpha. Um, it's crazy that we're at week 89, closing in on 100 fast. It's been a good week overall. I mean, the market has been slowly, steadily grinding higher. Lots of drama in certain parts of it. Um, you know, but I mean, moment of silence real quick, just for the SBF drama. Finally, 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 we can put that to rest. Um, good riddance feels really vindicating seeing all of that go down. Um, I wish I wasn't as sick as I was last night to, you know, be able to talk a little bit more about it, fire up a space with it. But it feels good, man. It feels good seeing justice served on that end of it, especially for the longest period of time. Really felt like he was going to get away with everything. So that's definite, definite, definite good news coming out of this week. Um, I mean, heck, the arena drama is something where I feel like every space that we have, it's either completely dead or it's been completely resurrected. So <laughs> it's on the resurrection arc, which is kind of cool to see um nfts i mean you know looking at it right now nfts are basically in the same spot that they were a week ago which is pretty much everyone's still calling them dead and completely ignoring them which i love personally um you know sure to tweet about that yesterday now is the time to be interested in it right like if it's dead if people put a tombstone up like you know, don't go chasing the magic dragon. Find what is boring <laughs> before it becomes sexy. Bruv, I was just, I was literally talking to B-Ways about this not 10 minutes ago. I've pretty much done nothing but stack NFTs over this bear market. And I'm feeling more underexposed than I ever have at this point in time. Yeah, dude, it's crazy. I mean, I really, really, like, here's my deal. I would love, I'm finally starting to get a little bit better, you know, like, as the market's trending up, finally starting to get a little bit better cash flow to be able to start spending. Um, so right now, I've been stacking some stonks, and heck, you know what, I, I'm going to stack a few more stonks probably during this space. But, like, I've been stacking stonks because, dude, here's the deal. Like, first and foremost, I think in life, you bet on yourself. And, you know, like, bet on myself, bet on this community, bet on the stonks. I believe in where the stonks are going. And I'm at the point where I'm starting to get FOMO for the stonks to where I feel like I am underexposed for what I need to be able to effectively have an arsenal at my disposal for marketing and other stuff down the road, right? So... <laughs> I am trying to build up as much of an inventory as I can here. Like as long as that great wall of 0.19, which is really like 70th worth of stonks is up, dude, I am just stacking what I can underneath this 0.2 area because it just, it makes sense, right? Like not just from the perspective of, you know, I, it, it just makes sense from the perspective, again, of betting on yourself betting on the product that you want to see leading the NFT, you know, <clears throat> comeback. And then again, from the perspective of, Hey, there's going to be a lot of stuff. If it's going to be 
you know, all the, all the stuff that you want to see happen down the road, if you want to make that happen, it's a heck of a lot cheaper to prepare for that now than it is to try to play catch up, you know, several, like, you know, while, while you're in the heart of it. Yeah, dude. And actually, um, speaking of which, uh, to any stonk whales out there, I am uh, actively looking to trade an area guppy that I have for 14 floor stonks. So um, if that uh, if that interests you, just hit my line. All right, you heard it here first. You know, it's it's too bad, Rooster, that you didn't DM 80s that like two weeks ago. <laughs> Dude, that was the funny shit. I love 80s. We're sitting there having like a waiting room space and the, the MF or dumps like 12 stocks or 15 stocks during it. I'm like, what the hell is happening right now? Like, while we're live, like, damn, that's interesting, but okay, like, I get it. You know, maybe he's sending a message that it's like, take a little bit of time here. And then next thing you know, he has that Chad Guppy buy. But I was like, dude, the slippage that you had on that whole process was just like, there were probably, I love you. I love 80s so much, man. I was like, the slippage on that, there had to have been a cleaner way of executing it. Yeah, I mean, I we had to have you know set the set the fair market value though, which is uh, yeah, 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 like fourteen floors. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So something along those lines. I I, I still freaking love that man. Um, but so what is the what's the inspiration right now? How many floors are or not floors? How many stocks are you up to total right now? Uh, currently I am sitting at an even 40, um, which a good, like 30 of them are grails. So that, that's, that's where I've become to my issue is like when it, when it comes to, I'm trying to get more stonks, right. But at the same time, like I can't really trade up for the majority of mine because most of them are, I've become emotionally attached to. So I, I need to get some ones that I'm not attached to so that I can just stack my bag and, and sometime, you know, in the future, be merciless about cutting an ugly stonk or two. I feel that, man. I feel that. I, I, I like the logic. Um, Mr. Pythonomics, what's going on, sir? Uh, not much. Just uh, enjoying the arena revival and launching meme accounts on there again while trying to work as well Bro, I swear to God, man. <laughs> the, like down with all the meme accounts <laughs> the, the, this one's this I one will... spreads a positive message so it's it's <laughs> i feel like it's not that bad <laughs> dude it's fine though as long as you share them in kj's chat they, like he's gonna pump you. i don't have a ticket i it, it sucks <laughs> I, I put I put oh, my, no. uh, once like the uh, arena FUD was happening, I was like, you know, I got to cut my losses here. And I was worried that uh, AVAX would also take a hit because, you know, I mean, one of the main reasons that AVAX decided to pump was because of arena. It was a spot driven rally. So um, in my uh, scramble of fear. I decided to sell all my AVAX and convert it to USDC, and then another opportunity popped up, and I dumped all that money into there. Was it Flowmatic? It was Flowmatic, yes. Which I mean, hey, if you if you got into Flowmatic at the right time with Aces deal, like you did pretty well with that. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely up on it. I'm 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 happy with the gains. I'm just concerned now that uh, it's it's the FOMO that's hitting me now. It's like you know which one is going to move faster, and uh, I've historically been wrecked whenever I felt this. So I'm just like, you know, let me hold off on making any moves. I'm going to keep my positions and just see how things play out first. Um, I'm not saying like Flowmatic is going down or anything like that. I'm more concerned. Like if I sell that and come back to arena with those funds, um, Flowmatic is going to fly and I'm going to feel FOMO for uh, fumbling my Flowmatic, uh, Flowmatic. So I'm just like, you know what? Stay put, sit on my hands, wait for my deposit to clear, and then 
and then we play ball in the arena. <laughs> Dude, how refreshing is it, though, that we are in a phase of the market where you can even feel that again, right? How long has it been since we've sat there and been like, oh, man, which one's going to run faster? You know, typically it's been which one is not going to take as much over the next, like, three-month period? Um, and which one do I have the balls to hold on to while it bleeds out? Right. Like that has been the mindset versus like versus the flip side. Absolutely. It's all it's all been capital preservation. And then the winds changed. And now it's all about capital growth. It's 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 an amazing feeling. It, like being able to survive through that nasty bear market. Like I've been through several bear markets before, but this one just felt uh, it, it felt more painful, I guess, is the best way to put it. Um, being able to survive that and get to this point is, is a blessing. So I'm, I'm glad to be able to, uh, you know, still be here vibing with y'all and hopefully, uh, make it all back this season. Dude, I'm not going to lie over the last weekend. Uh, I got liquidated like five times trying to short Solana after like a few massive pumps. Wasn't, well, it wasn't very a fun weekend for me on the, uh, <laughs> on the trading aspect, <laughs> Um, so yeah, I ended up just, uh, yeah, blowing up, blowing up a little chunk of money trying to short Solana, which isn't as bad because, you know, I'm still like 98, 99%, you know, spot holdings. So, you know, I was blowing some up, but you know, still up at the end of the day. Um, but yeah, then I started trying to revenge trade. On some shit, yeah. This this past weekend wasn't uh, <laughs> wasn't my best performance. Hopefully, it was just a small Dude. portion of your portfolio and not something substantial. It happens to the best of us, man. It really does. I mean, but like that's still my biggest thing right now. Where I'm preaching to people is, do please just like lay off the leverage because. As fun as as tempting as it is right now, as the market's trending, dude, it just still doesn't. There's something to me that still just doesn't feel like, you know, full foot to the, you know, pedal to the metal. Just there, there are a lot of opportunities I feel like outside of just playing with leverage that you won't risk liquidation that you can still, that are still way higher beta plays, whether that be NFTs. You know, whether you want to dabble in SoFi, whether you want to dabble in, um, you know, the meme coins that are trending, like there are super high beta plays that are out there right now where, you know, I, I still feel like you'll be able to outpace the market in several ways without necessarily risking the entire bag in the process. Um, I was really uh, honestly just paying tuition a little bit. Um, <laughs> For conditioning, right? And, um, I was really just, you know, prepping myself for being able to hold things all the way to liquidation, right? Like, I because the amount of times, like, I've added stop losses and I've just been wicked out and, you know, would have hit like a thousand percent or whatnot. And, you know, just things like that. Um, and just having noodle hands and not, you know, getting scared out of my own positions um, and still end up being correct. I was just, you know, paying a little bit of tuition, desensitizing myself for when the market becomes extremely volatile uh, <laughs> so that I can set it and forget it. Honestly, my best trade over the past week was just setting uh, a limit overnight, literally got the wick to the penny and woke up like 150% in profits and uh, just immediately closed that out. So, um, yeah, conditioning myself to be able to fall asleep during trades. Well, dude, the I, I mean, it's important, right? Like, <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you the two things I lucked out on this week. It was a combo of both. So over the weekend, I decided that I was done with New Bitcoin City, not because I don't think it's a decent product. Like, I think the devs and everything are good there, but it's just pure casino vibes. And I don't really like the casino aspect of things. So I liquidated what I had left on there, right? And, you know... I, I also had like a few hundred AVACs and fees from the whole dumping of the Stars Arena stuff. So I withdrew both. I had like about 21 grand that I took out, turned into cash, put in my bank account, took like, you know, day to clear. And Tuesday morning, I wired it over to my brokerage, um, 
which I like my interactive brokers account or which I have not put anything in in a minute. I haven't played with any options in a minute. And I was like, you know what? Stocks are so down right now. Everybody's talking about how dead they are. Crypto's been performing well. I bet we see some type of reversal here. Like the Tesla chart looked like it was primed for bottoming out. Dude, I aped into all these calls. I've already more than 2x what I put in there. Like by Friday. And they weren't even super, super... I mean, were they out of the money decent amount? Yeah, but like, were they anything too crazy? No, they were like February 16th strike dates. Um, so, like, already, it, it was just the perfect timing, and it happened because of like a series of events this weekend that were a little bit more bearish, where I was just like, yeah, I'm done, whatever, you know, like, I'm not going to just hold this because I, I don't really like casinos and, you know, the fees from the SA thing. And then I held on to my Stars Arena account out of principle. Because I was like, man, it, I, I hate this team right now. They're the shittiest people I've ever seen. They've fumbled the bag. They've hurt a ton of people. So out of principle, I gave everybody like a big heads up. I am going to liquidate this because I do not believe in supporting these guys. You know, I will be your exit liquidity. Dump on me. Do whatever you need to. Like for me, cashing out wasn't about the money. It was about sending a signal that I am done with these fuckers, right? So by holding on and having some type of principle, you know, I ended up lucking out to the the other side of where this absolute Chad, who has a proven track record on the Solana in the Solana ecosystem, steps in and basically saves and buys out the app. So you know, it's just like one of those things by having, by doing things the right way, rather than just dumping and doing whatever else, like that has ended up doing like over a 3x off the bottom. And that seems like it's back alive. So, you know, it was just one of those things where it was a good week of not FOMOing, not doing anything rash, like those type of little decisions, buying fear where other people, you know, were too afraid just has turned out well. And like, that's, that's my whole mission, man, of this entire next bull market is not FOMOing into anything, but just kind of taking a step back and saying, okay, what is a little bit slower right now? What's a little bit more boring? What's a little bit different moving slowly, but moving very intentionally. Um, And I'm telling you, bro, that's where the stocks are right now. Like, there are a lot of people that are sitting there sleeping on it. I don't get it. I mean, like, I I do get it. People right now, they don't care about NFTs, so they're not going to listen. But it's one of those things. They'll look back and they'll be like, man, Kaleo preached this for a year. Like, it's his baby. (laughs) We didn't trust it. Right? So, like, you know, if people don't trust that, if they don't think I'm going to do something with this, I feel like I've proven myself over the course of the past couple years that, like, I do things the right way, you know, and I think that just by doing things the right way, that this will turn into something great. So it's just a matter of time, in my opinion, before it really like, you know, just clicks. And when it clicks, I I think it'll happen fast. So we'll see. But right now, I am very content moving slow. Um, Mr. Pick God, what is going on? Yo, happy wonky, wonky weekly alpha gang. How you guys doing? All right. I had a, a quick question, sure. man. I know you brought up the options. Um, I was wondering if you have some time later today. Is it possible you could chart Coinbase at all, man? I, I kind of feel like this is uh, about to lead up to another run up here. So I was just thinking about that. Bro, you know? will it will it run up? Yes, probably. I mean, here's my deal right now. My my buddy actually asked me this the other day. To you know, to chart Coinbase, to chart Riot, to look at all these other things. As much as I'm interested in those and in those going higher, I just feel like I am so overexposed to crypto <laughs> as is the reason. <laughs> and I, I just never really get, you know, it's one of those things where I never really get a good pulse for it, I feel like, where I'll buy it at the wrong time, buy whatever strike date, and then, like, as soon as my options expire, something else will rip. And so I, I'm just avoiding 
Coinbase and I'm avoiding Riot. And I'm avoiding all the crypto stocks for now because I'm like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to wait. My, my real ideal plan for that is I'm going to ride these Tesla calls, you know, liquidate them probably sometime in January. Um, whatever I get from that, maybe rotate into the crypto side of things because I, you know, realistically, I think two to three months out before the halving is a really good time to just stack leaps. So just, you know, basically stacks calls for a year plus out, um, out of the money, but nothing too insane and just ride those out for the next year. Um, you know, that's, that, that's kind of like talking through the options portfolio, what my game plan is. But my buddy asked, does that mean, well, should I not buy anything right now? And I'm, eh, I told him not necessarily, right? Like it doesn't mean that these can't go up and won't go up. I'm just saying, I don't have the, like, I recognize one of my weaknesses and I am not going to step into that right now. Yeah, no, that, that's fair, man. I mean, I kind of, I think Coinbase is like extremely hard to trade. I, honestly, like looking at that chart, it's a lot harder to decipher than some other stuff. You know, like there's some times where it's outpacing BTC and sometimes where it's like underperforming. Like I think you could think off the top of your head, right? Like it's trading, I don't know, probably like right under 90 bucks right now. But like when you compare it to like BTC price action, that's like basically saying like BTC was trading at like 27, 28, 29, 30K, right? So like in my mind, you know, this week when I was kind of looking at it, I'm like, all right, kind of think this thing's due for some catch up. I think, you know, part of it underperforming here against BTC is, you know, given how the indexes were doing here, you know, the last few weeks, but kind of like what you're saying, you know, it seems like those things bottomed for the time being. So I was like, oh, you know, I have already a good amount of shares, but I was like, dude, it might not be a bad idea to add some January calls. I was looking at some option flow today and I'm like, all right, some like 120, 115 strike. You know, maybe we get a nice little pop if BTC gets this next leg up. We see you, Kaleo. Dude, there were two disgusting UT ones on the floor that I had to get off of there. I couldn't have people come and look at the stonks and be like, oh, look at this, you know, burnt orange and tan, whatever color scheme. Like, no, that is. That is not what I want people to see. So I will bear that burden for everybody else. Okay, I got you. Everybody, if you have any Kansas colored stonks, dude, just fuck you right now. (laughs) (laughs) The worst part is if there's some like Kansas colored gradients, then yeah, like they're actually going to look pretty damn badass. And that sucks. So (laughs) it is what it is. Let's move on. List them for visibility. Uh, I, I, we're not, you know what? We are not diving into football right now. Like that is, that is not going to happen. I am in my week of mourning and like, that is what it is. So, um, moving on past that, uh, dude, you know, you know, what's kind of cool. So talking about things rebounding right now, and especially in the NFT marketplace, um, talking about coins, it actually looks like to me that Blur airdrop might not be completely worthless. You know, Blur actually looks like it's kind of moving right now. And I'm actually, surprisingly, you know, I might shoot myself in the foot for saying this. I might completely ruin it for everybody. And if I do, I kind of apologize, but not really. You know, I don't think there are any people that are massive, massive Blur farmers in here. But either way... I'm just going to get it out. Blur looks bullish to me right now. Blur looks bullish. And the Blur airdrops coming up. Stimmy for the NFT marketplace. I'm just, I'm not saying, but I'm just saying. You're talking about, like, the NFT marketplace being dead. We've got a bullish catalyst on the horizon. Yeah, my, uh, my thoughts were always, like, after seeing how much the farmers were okay with torching like the the big big ones uh, i knew that they were going to set aside at least some capital to give some type of or any you know bullish momentum or relief rally leading up to the token airdrop that's supposed to actually be this month right we're supposed to be getting that in november aren't we um i'm not i'm not positive on the date i 
I know it's coming up though. Like they finally put a date on it, which when they did finally put a date on it, I think that was like two weeks back. <laughs> the world was rejoicing. So I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I, I think it's a combination of two things, Rooster. I think it's a combination of just there were a lot of people down on Blur for a long time because they were so fed up with the fact that it just kept getting pushed back and kept getting pushed back. And, you know, NFTs were down, the market's down as a whole, but I mean, the market's trending in the right direction as a whole. So I think that this is a little bit of a short squeeze, maybe a little bit of blatant manipulation thing, trying to, you know, people putting a little bit of dry powder in there, trying to spur it in that right direction before the airdrop hits. I mean, we'll see whether, what, how that plays out. How bullish am I on blur? After the airdrop, probably not the most, but leading up to it, yeah, man, I think it's got some room. So November twentieth, so a Monday, the uh, Thanksgiving week. That's actually pretty good timing because then you'll be with your family. Everybody's every NFT mfer is going to be like, "I just got a stimmy on Thanksgiving." Dude, dude, Rooster, pause real quick. Are you seriously recycling the Thanksgiving narrative? Right now with me. You know how many years I've heard the Thanksgiving dinner. Don't worry, bro. Like, everybody's going to be with their, like, it's not just family. It's going to be extended family around Thanksgiving. They're going to be having these meals off their phones. They're going to be talking about their NFTs. And, bro, trust me, like, it's finally going to pump. This is our moment because we're going to dump and we're going to use our families as exit liquidity. I mean, was that not always the plan or have I been doing crypto wrong the entire time? <laughs> I'm going to send out some tweet about this here in a second. I won't. I won't name drop you, but it is definitely tweet worthy that it's about that time of year where we're going to start seeing those holiday holiday narratives pop back up. It's coming. Uh, so, but but the tokenomics behind it, right? They're doing another 300 million tokens. From the tokenomics perspective, there's absolutely zero reason that this should be going higher, right? Like, there's a hell of a lot more liquid supply. Like, realistically, a lot of it's just going to be dumped immediately for ETH. Um, <coughs> well, even so, at, like, 30 cents, though, you're still looking at pretty close to a $100 million stimmy. So that's not too bad, it, honestly. No, not at all. So $100 million stimmy, and let's just say 50% of that goes directly back into the market, which maybe that's a little bit aggressive. Say 25% of it goes directly back in the market. Dude, you know how much a $25 million stimmy can do for the NFT marketplace whenever floors are this thin and they've been sitting the way they've been sitting? Like, it'll... 10% stimmy, dude. I, I mean, it, it doesn't take much right now to really just get things moving in there especially when the coins have been here's the deal like this is how it works right people have confidence now in they have confidence that meme coins can run they have confidence that now bitcoin and some of the majors are running so now what does it lead into next it's like well nfts have been dead they're dead well guess what they're dead until they're not dead so as soon as you start seeing a little bit of progress in this marketplace just a little bit then it's like, oh, maybe it's worth taking a punt. Guess what? A few people take a punt and a few people decide, fuck it, I'm going for it on fourth down. We're driving down this bitch because it's running, right? Like they don't care. The, the whole, and next thing you know, there's a rebirth in the NFT marketplace. And, and I think that we are around the corner of that really happening. And realistically, realistically the way that it's going to work is you're going to have maybe a month or two of solid growth then a couple months of you know boring sideways chop again after that initial stimmy kind of rolls in and then from there just a slow steady grind higher throughout the rest of the year until shit goes parabolic so that's the way i kind of see things whether it plays out like that or not tbd i've seen this show happen enough times with enough different areas in this market like that's my bet speaking of uh stimmies as well kudos to 
uh, Meme Land on their uh, on their token drop recently fully diluted diluted. They're at like two billion. I mean, granted, I think only twenty, mostly twenty percent of uh, the entire tokens um, is only out in circulation or claimable at the moment. I actually did get some. I forgot. I uh, by signing up for the whitelist or waitlist or some shit that I did, and I got some map. Uh, evidently, I only got ended up getting like forty bucks, uh, <laughs> so not even worth the gas to claim and uh, swap it to ETH at the moment at these prices. Um, but yeah, no c- kudos to them. I know some people are looking at like uh, shoot. One of the people in Room One Ten got a nice like forty k stimmy for just like one crew set, and I know people on Twitter are posting like you know six million dollar uh, stimmies. From, but I'm, from, I think they can only sell like 20%. And obviously, if they were to market sell that, there would be massive crashes in the price. Uh, but still, no, they, I, I think they've done a pretty excellent job uh, so far in the execution of it. Or at least the market is valuing it at that. I don't think it probably holds $2 billion, though. Yeah, I, I mean, we'll see, man. I personally don't know enough about it um knowing that it's an nft coin i doubt that it does either um but yeah you know it's encouraging to see little things like that happening right like massive stimmy after massive stimmy for the market we're bouncing back baby like that's the point yeah not only that like you actually just got an nft stimmy like an nft project delivered somebody something which is few and far in between uh these days (laughs) which also would bring me to um you know the whole break point and everything that was going over on in solana you know as a mostly an eth maxi um i'm not really but i I just like the title uh you know i do have a decent amount of solana nfts most of them are worth zero uh but i do hold lads and pandas on solana um and lads are actually doing a lot of crazy things or um they actually just announced that they're doing their own crypto exchange so that's going to be uh pretty interesting to see roll out with like you know proof of reserves and all that good stuff that you're supposed to have um pretty much the anti-sbf essentially uh, so That'll be pretty cool seeing how that rolls out. I've been, uh, you know, been a hundred percent up to date on everything, but I've seen uh, read through a couple of threads of them. Um, so I am pretty bullish on Armani and the lads over there in Solana, uh, pandas as always, and then always uh, or again on Stimmies. I'm so tired of <laughs> Stars Arena at this point, dude. Like, it, I, I've just had the worst timing with everything. They so the first week, right? They dropped points while my deposit was going through as like I was depositing 100 AVAX into the arena, right? <laughs> this space was downloaded via spacesdown.com. Visit to download your spaces today. So I got 73 points. I got, I got points for the first few bots that got to trade my tickets as I'm depositing the 100 AVAX. So that, that already started off. And then I got no points for like the two weeks. I had like 200 AVAX rugged in the arena. I got like zero points off that. And then I got rubbed on my tickets. I, I, I literally just, hold, hold, I don't even want to see. Hold up, hold up. Russo, I don't even want to see it perform any like or not perform. Russo, I, I hope hold, everybody hold. who's there does well. I do not want to. Uh, I don't want to participate. Dude. Oh, rooster! So first of all, don't fud my bags. Second of all, you just you just sent a uh, post on Arena saying are we back? And I just aped into you, and now you're saying you're not gonna go back. <laughs> Uh, I did. I did not say. Are we back? I said. How many times are we going to do this? That's LMFAO. the same thing. <laughs> Dude, right, right I've, been, I've been rugged like three different times on Stars Arena now, not including essentially getting zero 
airdrop points for having 200 AVAX on there for like two and a half, three weeks. Like I'm just, I've just had the absolute worst timing with this platform. I don't even like, I'm tired of it at this point. I don't even want to see it. Allow me to be the first to thank you for being the exit liquidity. (laughs) Rooster, are you just mad that there's a platform that Willy Wonka is completely out trading you on? Exactly, right? I mean, that's like 50% of it, Kaleo. I'm not gonna lie, that is about 50% of my frustration. Uh, (laughs) And the fact that that's even possible, yeah, it just makes me not even want to be here. And that's that's what's crazy to me. Like, if I'm doing it, if Rooster gets on it, he's gonna make so much more. And what's crazy is that he's not getting into it you know like if i'm making money it's so easy for everyone else to make money it's that easy well dude and, and i also printed on frentech right but the the way or the arena was set up was just initially was so awful that it was did you read some of the combos from the old team like i didn't realize how big of a crook cook is me either like, yeah me either like dude it, it was just the wildest shit that I've ever read that was going on in the background. I could not imagine that these guys were that incompetent. Can I can I read their their combo real quick? Would that be would that be okay? Like because this is just ridiculous to me, man. Where where is this? Like I've got to go back. It's somewhere on here, man. Such a shit this show, is man. like such a shit show. Okay, you ready for this? <clears throat> Chill pill. Coup capital. Come in general, please. Or I, I'm not going to do Romanian and whatever accents. Kook. Hey, Chill. Hope you're actually sleeping. Lol. If it's a rug, I figured out a plan. Half the fucking space was completely invested in this thing and loved it. And it was AVAXs. They loved it and needed it. And they attached themselves to it. The CEO tweeted about it with a pick of the revenue an hour ago while he were on the call. So what we do is this. If it's a rug, we got to gun Eamon slash the CEO who likes you and thinks I'm a retard, LOL. And we say, hey, bro, we have an idea. You have to pay everyone back because you will look bad. And also you realize this power and your users want it and they don't want a different one. They want our one. So let's build them one as fast as possible. We start today. And we make the rugged money for reach on Twitter account a sign-up bonus when you register for the new one. And we build a go-to market with super ambassadors who have a vested interest because they got everyone rugged. But we paint it as a contract vulnerability that we need to rebuild from scratch because we need to, to last 100 years, etc. It's not up to AVAX tech standards. We never admit it was a rug. They pay people back. They get their growth co the right way problem is if they build it they own more of it but that's fine i guess i don't give a fuck uh but we can figure all that out what i can tell you for sure is these guys aren't giving that shit up and it's arena or nothing for them also we can never tell avax we didn't know him that well we have to tell them we have to tell they he just rugged and disappeared we knew him in our community on spaces not in real life in person Rogue Dev rugged surprised us. Chill pill. Gotta be me and you, bro. Can't give everyone access to the money. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, what the fuck? It literally sounds like he was smoking meth while yes! writing that. Yes. So that was the dude. It, the fact is that blows my mind. You had those shits. In charge of a product that by itself was just so, like, addicting, engaging, fun that it built itself up, you know, went viral, and then only collapsed because they were so incompetent. I actually think it has a decent chance of running back with a competent team. But looking back, all of the issues that anyone had ahead of time, you know, beforehand, dude, they're they're completely fair because, like, fuck those guys. And honestly, it still needs to be handled, I think, with some type of caution. Because, you know, as much as it looks like this new team could deliver, also, I think there's a chance where, you know, like, hey, they, 
you never you, you've got to let them prove their stripes, right? Everybody, you, you can't just blindly trust everybody, even if they've got a proven track record. You got to see how they do with the new thing, and you know, like words are cheap, actions are what matter. So we'll see. Man, I I I one hundred and ten percent do. <laughs> wish you the best on the entire Stars Arena adventure. I just like <laughs> I can't. I I don't know. There's, I've just had the absolute worst timing on it. it. Just emotionally now, I'm just like <laughs> I'm so tired. Like, can it just die? I've been rugged like <laughs> three or four different times. Like, just do a new one, please. <laughs> what what, what you're saying right now, though, is its biggest struggle for a comeback is once you burn bridges and trust with that many people. Like, even if you have a new product, you know, new team building basically a new product, pushing it out, whatever, you still have the PTSD from the old one. Um, and you've got to completely, completely fight against that. So, like, it still is a little bit of an uphill battle when you've got that perspective that you're looking at. Yeah, yeah. I'm in, I'm interested to see if uh, you know what what the next social file will be because I, I still think there needs to be some major tweaks to actually be like able to onboard you know Dude, normies. Here, I, I think it's going to be some of the social file mechanics built into GameFi is the next evolution. I mean, I could see that. Where say that you've got certain items in a game. Rather than having like a finite supply like NFTs, maybe you have, you know, they can print however many, but there's this super steep bonding curve, right? Like, you know, maybe there's some type of account. Like, I I just think some of those mechanics are going to be built in the GameFi side of things and they're going to go absolutely apeshit. All you have to do is connect your Twitter account and maybe you're able to play this game and build up and you've got a social profile where people can join your your clan or whatever else it is by owning it. Like, I don't know. That would, I think, be the next really, really cool evolution of all of this where I don't see, like, I think it's going to come probably in super simple form first, but, you know, grow with time. Yeah, no, that's actually a pretty interesting idea and would like to see some examples of it implemented because it that could be a bonding curve could actually be much better than uh, like an infinite supply of, you know, whatever mythical s- sword or whatever that's going to help you defeat some guy for some coins that you could hopefully sell for money um and uh, it'd be interesting to see uh but i yeah at the end of the day i I hope you do well but i honestly don't want to touch stars arena anymore at this point after being burnt like four times so i'm i'm good on that one rotating back into nfts Dude, the NFTs, I'm telling you right now, like that's what I keep telling everybody. The right, the right NFTs are the right play. It's just tough because how do you know what the right one is? Well, guess what? I'm making it easy for you. Wonky stonks. <laughs> you know what? Like, there you go. It's like there are a few other names that are out there that I would shill immediately, but obviously, you know, I'm gonna shill my my project to you. So you know the stonks are going like they're in, they're inevitable. That's Speaking it. of shilling projects, I hear uh, Chief of Yolo is launching a bingo bash. What is a bingo bash? So I, I think it would be better if if Chief came up and and talked about it. But what I've been able to gather about it is that it's basically a game of bingo where you opt in on Twitter and uh, you get an NFT bingo card. And uh, over time, you know, different numbers get picked. And if you hit bingo, you get a prize. It's interesting. Yeah, it sounds like a nice, fun, uh, fun way to engage Twitter followers and kind of. I, I, I love seeing people within the community building stuff. I like whenever it comes up, I'll, I'll definitely have to get a bag. Especially because he finally followed me back after like a year and a half of being in the 
freaking wonky Citadel chat and not ever following me once, despite like multiple, you know, hey, what's going on here? And we'll see. We'll see. Maybe, maybe eventually, like, it's, it's a start. Yeah, he actually uh, just followed me as well, like two days ago, maybe yesterday. <laughs> Is that Chief Yolo? That is that Chief Duck Officer? Is that the same yeah. person? Yeah, that yeah. Is it the is. Same Fuck you, okay. Yeah, he's also been Fuck in room one for like he's been in room one for like a year as well. Easy, <laughs> easy. Hold, hold on, hold on. Um, you, I got hear you guys talking about me. I was just putting a baby to sleep, so I'm here now. Excuses, excuses. What comes first? I see where your priorities are. Yeah, lie. we were just showing your project and how you were taking an opportunity to follow everybody that you weren't following in order to show them as well. <laughs> so I think something happened where I changed my at, my name on Twitter. I don't know. I don't know why. I Dude, you were definitely not following us when you were the duck officer. I remember that as well. Definitely so not. I, <laughs> I was following you. I have another name. But I've been following you for years, so. All I remember is getting uh, bombarded with Duck Party on my timeline. I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> uh, that was a good call out. Though. I was like, holy crap. I haven't been following Calio. That's why I'm not seeing his updates. I'm, I'm getting Shardy. Shardy's between you two. Dude, not Shardy B, dude. <laughs> I know. Between you and Shardy B, those are my go-tos. You know, R.I.P. to Shardy B. Shardy B was, you know, the funny thing with Shardy B, I think what happened was that she, like, sold off her account. She I, Because all of a sudden, out of nowhere, she had, like, three people that were operating instead of just one. Do you remember when she made that switch? No. <clears throat> That's interesting. And I, think, and I think the other two people that operated it with her just got involved in some, like, really weird stuff that was completely off brand for her. So I think like the original Shardy's awesome, but the other two people that run her account I don't like. So she was getting I like yeah. I like one third of Shardy. She was getting into a lot of shady coins and things like that for a while. Yeah, there like a there was like a Doug pig duck <laughs> pig coin or something, you know, or maybe pug coin was what it was and i just dm'd her i was like shardy what the fuck are you doing right now like this is get out of it <laughs> she was actually a, a top indicator for me for a while and for a couple of the guys in room 110 especially when it came to nfts um as soon as she bought an nft or like swept a few like cat bricks oh man i wish i would have sold cat bricks as soon as she swept uh that's when i made the connection of top indicator there's that one. Well, dude, Morris, actually, the funny thing. Whenever I, okay, she was the only friend, and I, I mean absolute only friend, that when I DM'd and I was like, hey, I've got, you know, this this project, whatever, you know, coming up would mean a lot if you checked it out. And she basically asked me how much I was willing to pay her. <laughs> like, oh. And I had not had one single friend out of hundreds of DMs that had the audacity to say something like that. Like, basically, oh, yeah, I might consider doing it. How much are you willing to pay me to show this? And I was like, no. <laughs> you know, like, fuck that. So I, I don't know, you know, it's. So I, I think I'm going to blame that on the other two thirds of her. Um, I, I still have hope that maybe there's a decent person in that account somewhere, but yeah, it was, it's been an interesting past like a year plus. Sorry. I, I don't mean to get off track too much. I think I got you off track. I talk Costco with that account. So like whoever's on the account loves Costco too. So I don't know who I'm talking to now. This kind of, you LARP is Costco on that account and not a duck, you said? I LARP Costco all the time. Well, Chief, here's my deal. No, just when it actually comes to Shardy, what I trust more than anything are there like the options side of it. Like when it comes to crypto, not as much, but when it comes to equities, definitely. Yeah. 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 No, and it's not the Costco the ticker. It's Costco the experience that I'm always pumping up. 
going to Costco. Yo, not gonna lie, their hot dogs are are off the chain. Like that's the I, I don't have a membership, but the the one reason I love to go to Costco is our hot dogs and their smoothies. That's two reasons, but yeah. No, their smoothies are ass now compared to what they used to be. I don't know what the hell they put in them or what ingredients they change, but their smoothies are like way too fake sweet. Now no. they don't taste like actual smoothies. That hurts my heart. So I guess it's back to one reason: the hot dogs. You got to get the stuffed peppers at the <clears throat> all their pre-made food meals. Stuffed peppers, I they're phenomenal, and I don't know if they'll ever go old for me. There's something about ground beef. I could throw ground beef on anything and just eat it up. So this is alpha for those trying to preserve capital. Yeah, in the bear, right? Instead of lunch, just go to Costco, take two laps around, grab some of the tasters. That's like pretty much an entire meal right there. They typically got 10 to 15 like taster stations all around. Uh, it's pretty much a whole lunch you don't have to pay for. And then uh, then you leave. You can do that pretty much every day. Save you about 15 bucks or 10 bucks, 15 bucks per, per meal. And uh, you know that over the week is close to 100 bucks. You stack that up, you can buy like a whole Ethereum. I just had a visual of you being like the TikTok investor fucking account. <laughs> so, uh, Python, I don't know how to pronounce Pythonomics, was talking bingo bash. And then I, I heard it and I lost it. Um, can, I, can I talk about kind of the concept of what it Let's is? Let's hear it real quick, man. Let's hear it. Um, so... I'm not, I look at, so I have a side business and the purpose of it is to find true utility plays in corporate America with sports organizations um, and whatnot. So we're, we're trying to figure out how to use NFTs on the backside. So I'm consumed with custodial wallets. I like the idea of custodial wallets. I think that um, speculation brings in a lot of unnecessary things when it comes to community building or having a good time or building a brand. I think that you could build a brand without all of the speculation at the beginning, without all of the money passing hands. So the idea behind Bingo Bash, I'm calling it Bingo Bash now. It's, it's taken a while. I already, I launched a uh, beta test of it last year, um, called it uh, Twingo, Twitter Bingo. So Twingo, and the idea, I created all these cards and I used different uh, words in the terminology of Web3, like vibes and Brecht and uh, do your own research and you know all those types of things and made a, I made like way too many bingo cards. I had way too many different options um, and it took like six months to get a winner. So it was beta testing and I was learning as I was going, but we had about 50 players and the idea was when people win, I would give away some of my art collection as a prize. And it wasn't, what I found is people weren't really, you know, they weren't really um, motivated to join for my art collection, which I wasn't going to give away all my expensive stuff. I'm, you know, I'm going to give away some just things I like, I'm buying extra of it. So and trying to breed this, you know, communal thing aspect where, hey, you know what, if you're part of this, you know, let's keep talking, let's share some, share some, uh, share some art. So um, I've been rethinking about how to approach it where there's more of an incentive for people to join and want to join and, and to take place. And the idea of it is, another concept of it is, it shouldn't be a burden for anybody. Um, don't have to shill it. You don't have to, you don't have to spend any time, um, minting. You don't have to spend any time participating. It's a dynamic NFT. You say something, you know, where, I, where I want to get to. So I'm going to talk about the end result is I have this bot. You trigger it by saying, mint me a bingo card or bingo bash me, baby. I don't know what it is going to be, but something, and it's going to be a trigger. 
and it sends you your bingo card. And on the back side, I have the custodial wallets. I have my marketplace, if you want to call it, in the backdrop. I'm sending you your minted uh, bingo card, and you're playing. And we're going to limit. I'm going to change it to a three by three box. Um, I've I have a couple artists already that are pretty good. I mean, they're pretty popular. Some ones are very. A couple of them are. Well, they are very popular in the Tezos uh, space, and they'll make the art. They'll customize the whole round, that whole game. They'll customize the bingo card. They'll customize the pieces. So they'll have nine pieces or so, so that the game ends within a couple of weeks versus six months. Keep people entertained. The prizes, there'll be nine winners or 12 winners, depends on how many cards there are, is the art itself. And they're one-to-ones. So uh, you play this bingo. You don't really have to do anything. I send out one a day or one every other day of whatever card I pull. And um, when the game is over, you may win some cool one-to-one art. And when we launch the next game, you don't have to do anything. It's You're going to get a card automatically sent to you because it's dynamic. It's an NFT. We're just talking data. Um, and I'll send you a new card and you can play. You can play forever. And it's all based off of your Twitter handle. Um, and then on the, the other side of it is kind of the longer term play is this thing could actually get some legs. Not saying it is by no means. Um, if it did get legs, I'm keeping metrics on the performance of your bingo card. How well does your top left square do? square one one how well is your four five or your three three square doing how many bingos have you had how many of this whatever it's just data and i'm going to keep all this data in the nft is going to be managing the data and that data is just a placeholder for if this ever became something i could roll it over into i could roll it over into a speculative asset i could roll it over into a real use case. And in my mind, I'm thinking, and this was where originally I had this big idea of like creating this uh, music theater out in the middle of nowhere and rotating stage and you get fish out there and it's very, uh, uh, very unique and very uh, um, personal, whatever space. But based off of this, um, how we, manage the metadata and how we structure it or lottery system or whatever, like you could own a seat for four months and you could rent it out or use it or do whatever you want with it. You participated in this, you helped build it. You didn't give me any money. It's a cost center for me uh, for the, for the meantime, but um, I'm kind of, I'm building out that roadmap. Um, I've been talking to Pythonomics about it. I've got these artists on it. We've, we've been talking for six months. We definitely aren't talking every single day. It pops up like once every three months. It's, it's a slow roll. But I have a sneaking suspicion that there are much better plays out there than these speculative plays like Stars Arena and stuff like that. I think somebody needs to go out there and try something different that's extremely low risk, has no burden for its users, and then all the burden, all the risk is on the developers. I've got, I, I wasn't prepared to make a big speech on it, but I think I somewhat clearly articulated it. Yo, no, I appreciate it, man. It sounds, well, first off, don't find my bags. Second off, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just messing with you, bro. Um, second off, I think the real question that, that I have on this, and I'm sure is on the top of the entire audience's mind as far as just, you know, really your qualification for this type of a role. Can you tell us a little bit more about your experience in the bingo industry? <laughs> um, I, my parents live in Florida in a 55 plus community, and I had a lot of fun playing bingo one time in there with all the 55 plus people. That's about it. 
Damn, so it was essentially Foxwoods, back in the day when I was 16. That was the only thing, 18. That was the only thing that we could gamble on. So you get really high, go to the uh, the food court, the buffet at Foxwoods used to just be phenomenal. Like back when you were 18 and you were a stoner and you would, we would drive from Rhode Island over to Foxwoods and the buffet was amazing. It was just absolutely out of your mind. It had all sorts of different countries and foods, crab legs, desserts. All, we, would, we would destroy that and, and play bingo. Let me just say, too, bingo is a transcendent sport, um, and I am going to call it a sport. Uh, <laughs> because if you walk into some of these old bingo lodges, some of these old halls that are out there, and you see some of the regulars, to them, it ain't gambling, baby. It's a sport. Like, to be able to manage those daubers across those sheets as they're calling out those numbers, that shit takes skill practice years of experience a fine-tuned ear and a very very precise stroke of the dauber on the sheet so it is a sport there are people that are athletes that are competing weekly and it transcends ages oh i i agree i can't look at a powerball ticket and follow the numbers from the powerball website and check my score it takes me like 10 times I have to double, triple check it. I haven't hit a number in like 10 times trying. But yeah, I mean, they have, these people have like 10 cards in front of them or more. They have all their good luck charms laid out everywhere. They're, they're the trolls with the big hair. That's, that's all I remember from Foxwood is this woman had line of those trolls with the big hair and just, a lot of sheets and man, yeah, it's, there's a lot of skill in there. You don't need skill in bingo bash. You don't need anything. All you have to do is trigger the bot, which I may manually be the bot just to get it going. First of all, I a hundred percent agree with chief. If you don't win the lottery within your first 10 times of playing, I'm pretty sure that's a skill issue at that point. (laughs) Secondly, (laughs) What I got from the last part of the story was he would uh, get high and go rent some retirement funds at the bingo uh, place and then go spend it on crab legs at the buffet, which legendary. Probably would have done the exact same thing if available at 18. Uh, will, that be, will that be a ticket holder privilege? Will that be part of the utility? Uh, you know, the utility hasn't even been defined yet. All we need to do is play bingo first. And let it roll for the the conundrum I have with all of this. Is- I'm just saying if it was movie pass, but like, you know, crab leg buff- buffet pass instead, <laughs> that would like, if you had that type of connection with this, dude, you are, there's no stopping this. It's a cost center. So I can just call Foxwoods and go, I want nine pass for uh, the buffet. And those are, I give them away when people win. There you go. That's only. These are just ideas. Just ideas. It's it's a cost center. It's a cost center. It's coming out of my pocket. Definitely sounds. Whatever I can afford. Definitely sounds more uh, like more utility than giving away fat nuts everywhere. Dude, it wasn't the, like the, 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 the group. Which one of y'all sent me fat nuts to my wallet? That sounds like a BTC move. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does sound like a BTC move. Um, no, I, tell you, I, I I do remember that. I'm, I'm still hodling my fat nuts. Don't you worry. I did not sell this. I did not. Bro, I got some. On you. My, my fat nuts are there for the long haul, baby. I got some fat nut grails uh, in my wallet somewhere. Um, I will harvest those at the end of the year. Amongst the point six e. I've spent on chickens. You know, I've never been more rinsed for my precious cryptos on any NFT collections than any rooster themed collections. They every single one has gone to zero so far. And, <laughs> and like, uh, like I don't know, something inside me. Every time I've seen, like, I see one winning, I'm like, oh, 
I mean, and if they're cheap enough, I'm like, oh, fuck, let me just spend like a fucking $1,200 on these and get as many as I can. Uh, every single thing I've bought ever rooster related has always gone to zero, both on Solana and Ethereum. Um, but actually, last night I minted some some base roosters. I got like a, a little blip uh, from Coinbase or whatever, and it was like, these are minting on base. And I click on it, and it brings me to like this rooster mint for like point zero 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 one ETH. I was like, fuck it. So now I got some base roosters too that were zero to begin with. So at least I can't really go to zero anymore. Nice, man. You know, speaking of dead things, like, reminds me of one of the first collections I kind of aped into. Anybody here old enough to remember the Spookies? Yeah, like, I still have a bunch of Spookies that are sitting in my wallet, just waiting for that Halloween. They're finally going to pop off. And I'm only bringing up the Spookies because it was another Halloween that they yet again did not pop off. Um, they all have a weath offer of about 0.001 ETH. I think that I spent cumulative on them, probably like four ETH. Um, and that was when ETH was about like 4,500. So, you know, I'm just down about 20 grand on these. Um, waiting for that Halloween revival to still happen. Wasn't 2023, but maybe 2024 is going to be my year. Yeah, I also see a. I've seen a blockchain biker um, sitting in your wallet. That was actually my first ever NFT that I purchased, and also my first ever rug. Um, and they happened both simultaneously. I think also that was sent to me. <laughs> I think by... it was. I, yeah, I, I think it was sent. To yeah, me. it was sent to me by Baby. Yeah, which. Not agents known. Baby. Yeah, probably should have known it was zero. Um, but yeah, Ma- Magna as well. We actually, the first time me and Magna ever crossed paths were, uh, in blockchain bikers. And then <laughs> we both had stonks and we both ended up with like a, a my first ever mashup was a, a biker and a, a stonk. Yeah, that was, that was my first ever like, oh, buy into the speculative hype. You can race and win NFTs in crypto. Oh, <laughs> like. Yeah, it sold me pretty quickly back then. Oh, how naive. Beautiful. Man, good times. Good times, am I right? Um, uh, dude, this, this has been a fun space. It, it, it really has been. It's good, refreshing. I, I, I love Fridays for a reason. Um but I've got my heat AC guy coming in like 15 minutes. <laughs> I've got to knock out a couple things before he gets here. Um, so I appreciate everybody joining. As always, we'll be back for the 90th consecutive episode. One week from now, um, same-ish time, same place. Um, just be on the lookout for it. I always keep you on your toes. That's the thing that you got to know about Friday. You know, like I, I, I do what I can. Other people, they said at the same time, I believe in doing windows to give everybody the opportunity to have that chance. Uh, so, um, yeah, you know, again, appreciate y'all. Wonky songs are inevitable and we'll see you next week. Later, everyone. Have a good one.